as uh, Coach Burgess is up trying to direct her team on offense. Jones gets it over. I believe that's sharp for three. No good. Hallie Thoam gets the rebound, and she's going to draw the foul. No, it was an air ball, so they're going to call a shot clock violation. It will be Michigan basketball, 125 left. And, folks, uh, we just want to thank you so much for, for joining us today here at Chrysler Arena. This wasn't the most exciting game in the world, but you guys stayed with us. Once again, thank you so much to WCBN for putting us on. I know there's a lot of WCBN sports fans out there that are really excited to see that we're on air. Uh, and we really appreciate all you guys. We appreciate all the love. Thank you so much. Is the Kendra Johnson going to go inside? It's going to be a jump ball. It'll stay with Michigan with 107 on the clock. And Williams is getting ready to come in for Delaware State. And Barber is going to come out. And Barber is going to come out with a 1 of 12 stat line. 0 of 2 from 3. Four rebounds. Not terrible in 30 minutes. But Barber not looking good. And the shot is up and no good. The rebound, though, goes by Peace. It's up and good. 104. And under a minute to go now. It's 104 to 36. The Wolverines on top. Yep. Still got to play. Still, still got to play. play. Still got to finish. Yeah. Jones gets it inside to Williams, almost lost it. She's double teamed, and that's going to be a clear charge. That was that was Deja Church who drew the charge. Quite easy. She just elbowed her right in the yeah. right in the stomach, and she went down. That's a pretty easy charge. And yeah. This will be Michigan's last possession here. 45.3 to go in this one, and I imagine they might just dribble this one out. Deja Church brings it up. Nope, they're going to have an actual possession. Smingy gets it right wing. Top of the key, Peace. Peace finds Deja Church, left wing. Now rolls top of the key. Gets to Kayla Robbins, left wing. Kenra Johnson, left wing. Going to drive inside. Try to pass it. Gets it to Peace. Instead, it goes out of bounds. No, they're going to call a foul on Jones. And Michigan is going to go to the line and shoot two. Yep. Yeah, Johnson, they're going to shoot two. Michigan is uh, in the bonus. That's their fifth foul, and Michigan can get up 70 with two free throws here. First free throw rattles in, 105-36. I think this is the most convincing Michigan win that they've had. Um, 70 points is no joke, and scoring 100 is no joke. No, but the second free yeah. throw doesn't go in, but the rebound's going to go to Kayla Robbins, and they are going to dribble this one out. The shot clock is off. No. Delaware State wants to play. They're just trying to end this game with 12. Gets it out to Smingy. And the cheerleaders on their feet. Let's go Blue Chant with six seconds. And Michigan's going to win this game. 105 to 36 will be the final. Delaware State's going to go home in absolute wreckage. And the Wolverines are going to advance to 10 or 11 and 2. And Delaware State falls to 1 and 9 with their seven-man roster. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. Michigan ends the game on a 10-0 run. Five of their last six made. Uh, Delaware State couldn't score in the last 4-0-2. They missed their last five shots. Hey, any, any final word, any, any final thoughts for this one before we send it away? I, I thought it was just a great game. I, I, I got to see a, almost a flawless offensive, form, offensive performance by Michigan. Uh, scoring 105. Uh, I mean, it's great. Uh, I, I, I love watching it. Thanks for being on the call with me. Of course, yeah. this was a good one. 105 to 36, the final for Nabil Big. I'm Chris Pickler. We're going to send this one to Jeremy Parks in the studio. We'll be back at 6 o'clock yeah. for the Daily Sports Report. But the Jer Jeremy Parks show is starting right now. I know he's got a lot of stuff, uh, recruiting and a lot of that kind of stuff. Jeremy Parks.
please do us a favor and take it away. You're listening to 88.3 WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good night for Nabil and myself, and go blue. Live from Production Studio A in downtown Ann Arbor, you're listening to the Daily Sports Report on 88.3 WCBN-FM. Chris Pickler and Nabil Baig coming off of a Michigan women's basketball victory over Delaware State. Uh, that was your on-air weekly broadcast for WCBN Sports here on 88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. They called it the Jeremy Park Show. I'm just going to call it a, an extended version of the Daily Sports Report. Riding solo until Chris and Nabil get down here from uh, Chrysler with all their gear in tow. But we got plenty to cover here on WCBN. We've got a lot of Michigan football recruiting. Uh, big day yesterday with early signing day that we can get to. A couple different areas that we can hit around outside Michigan as well if the time warrants. But uh, as I said, we're going to get started with a little bit of talk about Michigan early signing day yesterday. New this year, uh, signing day in November, the traditional singular day on which uh, high school athletes, particularly for football um, in terms of media recruiting, uh, cover and sign their national letters of intent for their Division One universities. So Michigan filling up a good portion of their class yesterday, um, filling a couple need positions. There's a few more folks that Michigan will be waiting on for the November signing day. Um, but the big news out of yesterday, we'll hit on a few big points. Number one would be Shea Patterson, the transfer quarterback out of Old Miss. Patterson coming to Michigan after the debacle down in Oxford, where Old Miss has been sanctioned by the NCAA for two years. They are on appeal right now. Uh, Shea Patterson had a knee injury in the first game of the season for Old Miss, was a former number one quarterback recruit um, for the Old Miss Rebels, but due to the NCAA sanctions, uh, believes he can get a waiver. So the way that it'll work is normally if your team is given sanctions by the NCAA, you are forced to sit out... Um, or you aren't allowed to transfer unless the remainder of your eligibility expires by the end of that time. So uh, just two years for Old Miss and being a true sophomore this year, uh, that leaves Patterson in a bit of an awkward position. He'll have one more year of eligibility left where he to stay at Old Miss through the length of the uh, through the length of the uh, penalties there. So he's going to transfer to Michigan, hope to get a waiver from the NCAA for immediate eligibility. Um, many are, are saying they wouldn't expect that where he, uh, or they wouldn't expect a transfer where he not, uh, pretty confident that he could get that waiver from the NCAA in that event. He is right in the thick of the starting quarterback competition for Michigan next year, really an embarrassment of riches under center for Michigan. The one thing that a lot of people have been saying for a while is that Jim Harbaugh has lacked a true star quarterback, uh, in his first three seasons with the maize and blue. I think a lot of people thought Brandon Peters would be that star uh, recruited by Jim Harbaugh, came in, again, got injured late on in the season, but looked fairly good uh, in limited action. So Peters will be back next season for the Maize and Blue, and he will be in the thick of it as well with Patterson, uh, along with 
Dylan McCaffrey as well, uh, an undersized quarterback when he got to Michigan, but with a rocket arm, uh, brother of Christian McCaffrey, star college football player from a few years ago now with the Carolina Panthers. So we will see how that quarterback battle shapes out as well. Uh, Joe Milton, another rocket arm quarterback out of Florida coming in in the class. We'll see how he reacts um, in that situation as well. But the expectation is that it will most likely be a battle between if Peters uh, is coming back healthy and if Patterson gets his waiver to play immediately, probably between those two, but we will wait to see. A couple other big signings for Michigan yesterday. One of the more interesting signings, uh, a flip from Georgia Tech. And folks might be familiar with Mo Wagner, the German stretch four that plays on the Michigan men's basketball team. But Michigan flipping another German player. They actually do have American football in Germany. Shout out NFL Europe. Julius Welshoff, a big defensive lineman, out of Germany will be also joining this Wolverines class was initially uh, looking like he was going to go to Georgia Tech and the Yellow Jackets but uh, a combination three four star depending on your recruiting sources uh, big defensive end on the strong side uh, Michigan not really hurting for defense again Don Brown producing one of the top 10 defenses in the country probably one of the top five defenses in the country by the season ends um, but again Julius Welshoff again will join Michigan's defense and add a little German flavor on the gridiron. Uh, he is from Bavaria, so a big, burly man. And again, just uh, another weird signing for Michigan, but somebody who kind of flew under the radar. Obviously, they don't have the same level of recruiting in Germany that they would have in pretty much any state in the U.S., but on the limited film that Michigan saw from Welshoff, they decided that he was good enough to uh, load him up into the recruiting class and get him to pull the trigger as well couple uh, snubs for Michigan as well yesterday. Five-star defensive end, also defensive end out of Maryland. Uh, Ayabi Anoma was between Bama, uh, Maryland, and Michigan. Wound up selecting Bama. I think there was a lot of uh, hoopla made at the end about the fact that Anoma might be flipping late to Michigan, but he was pretty much Alabama all the way, and he stuck to that. Uh, one that did not sign for Michigan, with good news coming out yesterday, uh, in Michigan's favor was a uh, linebacker out of Georgia, Otis Reese, um, one of the higher-ups left on the Michigan board uh, to get into this recruiting class. Georgia wound up going in a different direction yesterday. Uh, they signed Channing Tindall, uh, who will take a very similar position to Otis Reese on the Georgia Bulldogs front um, and will be a key player there for Georgia. So likely that Reese is now uh, either in very close competition if he signs with Georgia up against Tindall or he's out of a job. So Looking good for Michigan uh, as the second most favored team to sign Otis Reese, another linebacker to add to Don Brown's uh, roulette wheel of just mean, big defensive guys uh, that play very aggressively. So probably the most hardball recruit to sign yesterday, uh, fullback Ben, uh, ben Van Sumren. So he is from this side, of, uh, this side of the U.S., right out of Michigan. Hometown recruit, but he's a uh, combo fullback, halfback. You'll probably see him play fullback. Uh, just with the amount of tailbacks that Michigan has at this point. But again, another big uh, burly guy, this time on offense, a lot of beef to carry that ball forward. Also signed Ronnie Bell, a uh, very underhailed receiver out of Missouri as well, somebody that didn't really have a lot of scouting, had spent a lot of his high school career focusing on basketball, but in the last season and a half uh, really took a turn towards football as a very fast, uh, big wide receiver that will give another physical presence on the outside probably will not play right away again with Donovan Peoples-Jones coming back next year, Tariq Black coming back off of the injury this year. 
Um, and he'll be back out on the field ready to go at the start of next season as well. So probably look for Ronnie Bell to sit off on the sidelines and take a little bit of time uh, to get adjusted, get into the thick of things, and then maybe in a season or two start to see some snaps on the offensive side of the ball. So expect a red shirt there. A couple other people Michigan's still looking at pinned up on the board. They got Shea Patterson, another big need for Michigan is on the offensive line. So there's Jarrett Patterson, a uh, big offensive lineman out of Arizona, uh, currently between UCLA and Michigan. Uh, so he's potentially leaning towards Michigan on early accounts, but uh, offensive line is another major need for Michigan, protecting the quarterback, not something that went over extremely well this year. Mason Cole anchored the right side of that offensive line, but uh, or should I say left side of that offensive line, but Juwan bushel Beatty, uh, Mike Onwenu, a couple of the names that rotated through the opposite side uh, over on the right and really struggled um, in kind of combined uh, hack-up action throughout the season. So something to keep an eye on. Michigan did recruit out of my alma mater, uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Jalen Mayfield, another three-star recruit uh, joining Michigan on the offensive line. Another couple offensive line candidates, a little bit less likely. Uh, Nicholas petit Frere. Uh, kind of leaning towards Florida. He is a homegrown product for Florida. Uh, Notre Dame also looking at Petit Frere as well. It would be pretty full circle if you get a guy whose name is literally translated to little brother uh, coming to Michigan and playing on the offensive line. So just a another little nick there. And then Georgia offensive lineman as well, Jalen Goss, will play on the inside uh, interior, but he's looking like he might lean towards Auburn. Uh, Michigan is still in the running. They did offer him. He has indicated some interest, but uh, with Auburn on the uptick as well, looking like a good program to land Jalen Goss. So moving outside of the offensive line, moving towards the other side of the ball on defense, another good candidate for Michigan to land uh, is probably New Jersey defensive tackle Tyler Friday. Um, Again, uh, Michigan continuing to pluck out of New Jersey. It all started with Jabril Peppers. You get um, all kinds of folks out of New Jersey. Rashawn Gary, probably the most well-known, the number one overall recruit in the country two years ago, has been an absolute monster for Michigan and Don Brown uh, recently. But another New Jersey defensive product, uh, that's an, a pretty likely target for Michigan to land. Again, three stars um, for looking pretty good, but again, probably need to wait until the February window. And then uh, lastly, another kind of unknown, um, when you have unknowns, in the recruiting process, they tend to label them as athletes or ATH in the abbreviation. So Michael Barrett out of Georgia, um, he's really only taken uh, one visit to Michigan, and that was his last real action. He has not taken any officials to any other schools, um, but he is probably on the outside looking in. So if Michigan runs out of spots in this recruiting class that is looking to reach probably into the low 20s with 22 or 23, Barrett will probably be on the end of that stick um, a sad, ugly part of college recruiting, getting the offer and then having it pulled if the class fills with players that they want more. Uh, really the only thing worse, getting your offer, getting to a school, and then having your scholarship pulled if you lose out in position battles and kind of fall off the starting set of the team. Looks like Michigan as well um, has thrown out an offer to another cornerback. So very, uh, very cornerback, very secondary heavy class for Michigan. Um, so they've offered a uh, cornerback out of Michigan, Vincent Gray, um, who, again, is taking a similar form to a lot of guys in the secondary that Michigan already has. Um, pretty tall, got long wingspan, can reach out, get the football, kind of knock it away. Good coverage, guys. Um, but again, Michigan's already got a couple others in the class that look very similar. 
Um, but Gray is also kind of in talks with both Iowa State and West Virginia. So that'll probably be one that waits until the February window as well. Um, just uh, an overall uh, good day for Michigan relatively. They aren't pulling the five-star recruits that you see Georgia and Ohio State and Alabama pulling. Um, but they will probably still have a top 10 recruiting class. Um, but that pretty much does it for early signing day in terms of overall. So just looking towards next season, again, Michigan is going to have a bit of time to fill here. So um, looking to figure out what they're going to what they're gonna need in the coming years because, again, recruitment for college looks several years out in advance. So offensive line is always going to be a need. So as we mentioned, Michigan getting Mayfield, um, and then a several several other targets down the uh, stretch that hopefully will come in in the February window. But offensive line will still be a need for Michigan. They've got plenty on the uh, receiving core again with Tariq Black and Peoples-Jones. Um, as we said earlier with the quarterback battle, just an embarrassment of riches at quarterback as well. Um, so we will see how all of that goes. But again, because we're doing a solo show, uh, going to take probably a quick music break here in just a minute as we... Uh, work our way through um, allotted three hours for the live broadcast, which we appreciate women's basketball again in a slaughter running uh, a little bit early today. So we'll continue to work our way through Michigan recruiting um, as we start to pile up. But moving over to the defensive side of the ball as well, really nowhere that Michigan is lacking uh, big on the secondary in the class. As we mentioned, a lot of big cornerbacks and safeties that are uh, tall wingspan guys that are going to be able to be, uh, pretty good in coverage. So that's kind of how it's shaping up for Michigan over the next uh, little bit here, but not too bad all in all. I would say, again, people looking at Michigan this year at 8-4 and four, heading into the Outback Bowl on New Year's Day against South Carolina, really where most pundits probably thought Michigan would be at times this season, flashed a lot of promise but didn't always look their best. Um, and again, a young team, one of the youngest teams in college football, uh, will continue to get better and grow under Jim Harbaugh. So no no reason to sound the alarm just yet. Uh, looking at just a hair outside probably the top 10 in another overall recruiting class this year. So pretty good. And that'll pretty much do it for our talk here on Michigan football recruiting. So I'm going to throw it with a little song here. Go with some Tragically Hip. Give a rest in peace to Gord Downey who passed earlier this year. Tragically, I'm um, a big Canadian guy. Loved the Toronto Maple Leafs. Scored Downey was an avid Maple Leafs fan. We'll throw it over to uh, Classic from Tragically Hip. We'll go Wheat Kings. Be back here in just a few minutes uh, with an extended version of the Daily Sports Report on 88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
Said, yeah, I was a loving. Times were tough back in '35. That's me and Uncle Joe just trying to survive a cotton farm and a Great Depression. And if it looks like we were scared to death, 
Like a couple of kids just trying to save each other You should have seen it in color Taking overseas in the middle of hell in 1943 In the wintertime, you can almost see my breath That was my tail gunner, old Johnny McGee He was a high school teacher from New Orleans And he had my back right through the day we left if it looks like we were scared to death Like a couple of kids just trying to save each other You should have seen it in color A picture's worth a thousand words But you can't see what those shades of gray keep cover You should have seen it in This is me and Grandma in the summer sun All dressed up the day we said our vows You can't tell here, but it was hot that June That rose was red and her eyes were blue And just look at that smile I was so proud That's the story of my life Right there in black and white And if it looks like we were scared to death Like a couple of kids just trying to save each other You should have seen it in color Yeah, pictures Country music. Am I right, guys? Just a little uh, little country in there switching off here. On the uh, extended version of the Daily Sports Report, over that break, we got Chris Pickler and Nabil Begg back from Chrysler in yeah. an absolute rout by Michigan women's basketball. Um, how was it down there, guys? 
it was really I mean it was, in, in into the mic, Chris. In, it was a Thursday three thirty game. With a lot of fans. Yeah, I mean for three it was a lot for three thirty. But it good. was it was like less than normal, which is like nothing, so yeah. it I, sucked. The the <laughs> the crowd went nuts when they hit a hundred. We hit a hundred, it went great. Yeah. That That's was good. cool. Yeah, no, I, I heard your call as I was sitting here in studio engineering. Oh really? Michigan got a hundred. Yeah, that was me. I liked it. I, it, was, it was good. It was a good call. Nabil, how was it out there today? This was just your, was it your second call live? Third. Oh, third. Well, first in, into the, the mic. Air. Into the mic. First on the air. For, first on the air. Yep. Uh, Always into the call mic. call live. So. First one on air. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Was there I anybody know. listening? Uh, yeah. I didn't even check. Was there anybody listening? Yeah. And then we had the on air as well. So No, you. Your fa- was there family members listening? Oh. No, I t- do not tell my family when I'm Really? Until really? after. Until I'm done. No. Yeah, no. My wow. my mom like listens in and like she like critiques me afterwards. My dad's religious with this stuff, man. He's he's got my whole face. He's got my grandma's listening. He's like he's really, oh, really? like serious about it. Then yeah, no, no, I, I would get nervous and just not Really? Know, yeah. <clears throat> Well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. I, my parents listen in when I remember to tell them. Sometimes I, I, I just I'll forget. Tell I'll like, tell them. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell them. I'll be like, "Do you ever do games, JP? <laughs> do you ever call games?" <laughs> now that we're out of now that we're out of football season, uh, I think I've done two hockey games. So you just don't do basketball? You're like against that? No, you know me. I hate basketball. I don't know you. I don't know you at all. You know me, and you know that I hate basketball. <laughs> I, it's the first, I will rave it's the against first the I've NBA heard of until this. the end of time. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Do you like play-by-play on hockey? Because that's hard. Yes. No, that's one of my favorite to do, and it is hard. Yeah. And I'm still like, I'm still getting better at it. But when I first started, I was I was awful because it's it's the hardest yeah. one to do out of all the sports that we call. Keeping track of hockey is the hardest. It's soccer's yeah. harder. No, it's no. not soccer. <laughs> no, it's hockey, not because the same like because the same stuff. eleven guys are out there for you know huge periods at a time. Yeah. And yes, in college soccer, you get unlimited substitutions, so it can be a little bit more confusing. But like hockey, you've got line changes happening almost Constantly, every minute, yeah. if not more. Hockey's dumb. No, it's not. It's <laughs> the greatest sorry. sport in the world. No, it's there's a reason it's the fourth best sport in this country. It's the best sport in the world. They have the best playoff system out of any professional sport. It's the same. It's the, it's same. the same as basketball. <laughs> no, but it is way more entertaining to watch hockey because what happens when you get to overtime? They take people off the ice. I, I mean, three on three is cool, but like, it is the best. Like basketball and football what, playoffs. Was, that was just recent. The only thing that's that, yeah, new. that's a recent yeah. change. The yeah. only thing that gets better though is in softball when Michigan's in those early season tournament games, like last year when I was down in Tampa, and when they got into, I think it was the ninth inning because softball is normally regulation seven innings, and we had a game following Michigan after uh, they finished playing Florida. And so to kind of speed things up, they started putting runners on second base at the start of every inning Whoa. to try and spur scoring. Dang. And nobody scored still until I think we went 11 innings. And they Florida won 2-1. to one. I think that would be more fun. Literally all I've you heard, needed was it. a base hit to score pretty much. And nobody could get a base hit because the pitchers were so good. I've heard that. I've heard like rumblings of that like existing in baseball. Yeah. Well, so in, in softball too, the, flats, the stats are like super inflated. So when you get like pitchers, like, uh, do you want to guess Florida's combined pitching staff ERA between like their three or four pitchers they had last year? It's got to be a one point something. No, no question. Lower. 20. Two, lower twenty. Do you even know an ERA? 
Yeah, but I, I he was I was just he thought he said it was one of guess and I was like, okay, twenty. No, it's no, it's way low. So Florida is one of the best softball teams in the country, consistently, annually, very, very good. Michigan is very good too, but Florida is even better. Um pretty All much, right. normally. Um their combined pitching staff ERA late on into the season when I was watching them later on was like point seven one. Wow. Wow. Or like and there was there was uh I think it was Katie Barnhill was their pitcher who had a zero ERA through In like softball? through softball's. like thirty through like thirty games. She had like a zero ERA. Softball's tough. Softball's yeah. a lot easier to score than baseball. I still don't understand the softball strike zone. Cause... No, softball is easier to score than baseball generally. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said yeah. it was harder. Yeah. No, because no, you know, smaller base pads. But it's smaller. The yeah. ball is bigger and harder to yeah. throw. So also you just get like ri- for some reason, I don't know why this exists, but like in baseball, right, you have like guys that are kind of on degrees. Like some people are really, really good, and some guys have to be like, you know, Andy Dirks. Whereas in softball, <laughs> like everybody is everybody is capable of hitting the ball out of the park pretty much. And like everybody is capable of being like, you know, power hitters, and everybody's capable of hitting in like uh, just like hit to contact situations like the the degree of expertise in different areas like softball players are so much more adept after my years of watching them at like various positions than anybody is on a baseball diamond. Like Michigan has people that can play first base that also pitch that also play outfield like it's so interchangeable and that's like most players on the field are like that. Well-rounded. I highly yeah. encourage you to watch softball if you haven't before. Cause no, like, I've watched it before. I got into Michigan softball my freshman year because I was like, uh, somebody offered me to call a game, Morris Fabry, longtime friend of the station, longtime communist, um, love him to death. And he invited me to do a softball game, and I was like, sure. And I just had so much fun because the games are fast. Michigan was also really, really good. My first year calling them, they won their last 28 games in a row, going all the way through the Super Regionals into the Women's College World Series. Um, which they eventually lost to Florida in a best of three in the championship series. But um, no, they were really, really good. The games are really short. Um, We also had Sierra Romero, which made everything better. She was Uh, the player of the year. She was one of the best players in women's college softball history. History. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Right up there with like, in respective positions, like right up there with like Jenny Finch. Like, you know. Jenny Finch. Like, One of my favorites was just really. Don't tell me you haven't heard that name before. Have you heard that name? No. Yeah, I've never haven't heard the name either. Dude. Well, you've obviously never watched you... ESPN too. Um, yeah, no. I think she works <laughs> no, as a commentator for ESPN now. She's like widely considered one of the best pitchers in the history of softball. Too bad it's softball. It doesn't really. There's no pro system. Yeah, Nabil, I don't think I've asked you this before. Um, I haven't hosted that many shows this semester. I've been I've been letting all the new people kind of get acclimated. Don't ask. I've what, also been extremely busy. Don't ask what you. I think you're going to ask. Uh, so I want to ask you the introductory questions just because we have time. <laughs> so, is a hot dog a sandwich? That's dumb. That's a dumb question. No, it's not. Is a hot dog? It's a dumb a question. Sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Good. Okay. No, it is not. I don't no. think it's a sandwich. Anyone who says it's like meat between two pieces of bread and thus a sandwich no. is. It's, it's not two it's, pieces it's, it's of bread. It's one, piece, one of bread. piece of bread. Right. No, yeah. but some people say like if you split the bun or like it's it's oh, like a I po' can't. boy or something like that. Split. Oh no, no, no that, I'm not eating that. But like, I don't know. That's, that's a long-running a station debate. It's so I'm glad you're on. I'm glad you're on the right side of history. And then best of the Rocky films. Yeah, that's the question I thought you were going to ask. That's Rocky Four. Thank. The oh Lord. my God! That, by far and away, Rocky Four. Thank you that somebody in this station can select Rocky Four, the proper 
greatest Rocky film. You no, know, it is so much better than any of the other. I mean, first, I don't really like Apollo Creed as a fighter. I don't know why. It just didn't. He like was fine. I really enjoy him in the start of Rocky Four before he dies when yeah. he's doing the James Brown like <laughs> living in America, yeah, and he's got the whole like bombastic intro before he gets killed yeah. by the Russian. Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert for those of you that didn't watch in like yeah, 1989 yeah. when that came out. But um, no, I, I first I think the fight actually at the end is like really really good. It's also the greatest sports film ever made, just in general. It's not only the best in the Rocky series, it's the greatest sports film ever made. Really? Over Remember the Titans? Over Remember the Titans, absolutely. That's Sam a soft Watt. movie. Sam Watt. Borderline best movie all time. No. Uh, it's like good for little kids, but like general audience, Rocky IV. I'm 22. Way. I think it's yeah. great. I'd watch it. All right, we're getting sidetracked, <laughs> but Rocky Four is the best. Chris, you can go home. Talk about basketball, because that's that's what you were going to do. Let's anyways. talk about basketball. You were going to talk about the NBA, so I'll just sit back here and let you two go back and forth, and I'll poop on the Pistons. And what? The Pistons are great. Well, no, no, they're not. They they're just not, lost not, to the no, second worst team in the league good. by great. what twenty six last night. They're not great, but they're my team, so uh, you can't. So at least I can admit that my teams aren't good. Like the well, Le- well, the Leafs are good now, but like the Bills, not good. Like we might make the playoffs, but not good. The oh, yeah. the Tigers, awful. Oh, awful. for sure. Like I can admit that. Agreed. Self-realize, you're not 04. <laughs> yeah, I did rewatch Malice at the Palace uh, like two days ago. Just really? For, just for fun? Good for you. I forgot how it even started. That it was like that lame ticky tack. It wasn't even ticky tack. It was like a clear foul right? inside on Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Like, yeah. yeah. It was. It was a common foul. Yeah. And Ben Wallace was just mad. Because like, that's what started killed. it all. Yeah. It the wasn't Pacers the Pacers. It wasn't Ron Artest. Ben Wallace. It was Ben Wallace. For yeah. sure. Okay. I and know. that fan that threw the drink at Ron Artest. Well, that was at, on the that was table. way far into it. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was, like, that was like after like part minutes. one. Yeah. yeah, we had to cool off. That was part two. No, the part where like Larry Brown was down on the court, like pleading with people on the stadium PA <laughs> to like go home. Yeah, that was like that please leave the please leave the court. We don't have enough police here. Larry Brown coming out of his coaching duties to come onto the the uh, stadium PA and to plead with the fans. To get to get off the court is just, I that's crazy. I just can't believe it. I I still I still watch that game only because I get mad at the fans and I'm like, God, you made us all look bad for so many years, and they still people still bring that up, and I'm like, Do you well, even do you even remember it? No, you don't remember it. Not at all. That I, was so I never watched the Pistons growing up. Like I didn't like basketball and I didn't care about the Pistons, but I remember I was watching that game for some reason. And it was on TV, and then I remember saving the paper the next morning when they had, like, the full recap, and it was the first time I saw, like, Malice at the Palace in the Grand Rapids Press, like, as a headline. It was amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't remember it at all, but then when I heard about it, and then every time I say I'm a Pistons fan, like, when I go to, like, Orlando, they're always like, oh, remember that fight? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, that's, like, so long ago. Like, that wasn't even us. And I was uh, fan. I was in Disney World at the time, and I had fallen asleep, like, right before. I was, like, I couldn't have been, like, more than eight years old, which would make you, like, four. Oh, yeah. Wow. Four. You're so young, dude. <laughs> 18 now. <laughs> these kids. Dude, these kids, JP, man. These kids. These youngins don't know. 18? Chris, you did just you? just turned 18? Wait, question. Yeah. Did you graduate on Saturday? Me? Yes. No, I have one more semester. Oh, I thought you were done this semester for no. some reason. Okay, never mind then. I'm still here. It's you and me, buddy. I thought you went through like winter commencement for some reason. No. One okay, more just checking. WCVN. One more semester and then it's over. Yep. 
And, uh, oh, I'm also noticing a cool thing in here. So we just invested, for those who are listening, we put, uh, I think at the end of the day, I think it was $6,700 in total um, into new uh, transmission equipment for all our live broadcasts. So, um, yes, at the start of the broadcast today, it was distorted. Uh, We got it fixed pretty quickly into the broadcast. Um, For those who are wondering, normally we have crews of four on site, finals and people going home. This is the last day of finals already. Uh, we only had two people down there, so it took a little time to get figured out, but we got it. And it's the same. I guess it's not going to be on air, but it's the same in two hours. It's only yes. It's and only major, major yeah. ups to Cameron, um, major friend of sports, coming to coming to help out as well. Who? Uh, Cam. Who's that? Cam. Okay, stop. Chris. Who is it? No. Okay, I'm done with you. Okay, I don't know. Who um, is. Just... coming in to help out. So we got everything sorted. But anyways, over here to my left, they've already installed the first part of our new broadcasting system. Ooh, the oh, nice. Comrex Access Rack. It is pretty. It's it's like stainless steel. Wow, it I looks can, like I a, can picture it. It looks like a nice refri- like you know when you went to your friend that was like his family was wealthy like they had the stainless steel refrigerator. Yeah. My family just had like the white refrigerator. Oh yes, yeah, I have a stainless like the, steel now though. Yeah, this is like the stainless steel refrigerator. Oh wow, it's I a like refrigerator. It. It's like the size of a refrigerator. <laughs> no, I was gonna it's, say it's very thin. Gotta keep that. Gotta keep that clean. We'll keep, keep it, think keep like it. Uh, it looks like an old DVD player. Oh, that's kind of lame. No, it's cool though. Oh, it's cool. And we're waiting DVD on the second. DVD players app. are like really old. I guess. Yeah. Who? Who? What's the last time you played a DVD? Uh, I put one into my laptop not too long ago because I had to like rent <laughs> one from Askwith for a class. We still have a DVD player in our van at home. That's awesome. In your yeah. van? Yeah. Wait, esports. Watch- esports side comment. I was going to be uh, like professional, um, uh, what do you call it? Super Smash player when I was a kid. Really? Because uh, one of my friends that I was on like travel soccer with, his family had uh, the DVD player in the car, but he figured out how to hook up his GameCube to it. And so oh, nice. we spent so many hours playing Super Smash. I've forgotten almost all of it, but I was so good. Like, <laughs> who's I your could, character? Uh, I was big on Ness. Ness? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I was big on Ness. Do you still play? I like play? Kirby, too. Do you still play? No. I have not played in a long time. Really? Probably the last time I probably played was like my freshman year. Somebody had Project M in my hallway, and so we played that. Okay. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> I Fun. Like that. Hey, it's uh, it's 542. Yes, it is. So we're <laughs> we're closing in on the actual Daily Sports Report time. So I'm trying to leave you some content for your for your half oh, hour yeah, once I'm out of here. Oh yeah, we should be talking about basketball. Yeah, so we'll get there. Um, okay. I did early signing day. I kind of gave a recap of early signing day before you got here. Um, Good. If you pay, do you pay attention to football recruiting at all? I do. Okay. Quick thoughts on yesterday then. Oh, I I had a final yesterday, so I really don't know what happened. Oh. I know like the one guy picked Alabama over us because yes, I, I yeah because that I put that in our group me. Yes. Yeah, Nabil. Uh, I I. Honestly, don't pay attention that much. Milton, but... Milton, right? Yes, Joe Milton. Yes, Joe Milton. Yes, I mean, well, that came out before early signing day, correct? Yeah. Well, people commit; they sign yeah. their letters of intent, yeah. on, and this is early signing day, which is new this year. Yeah. So you used to have just the one signing day. Now you have early signing day and the February day. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun for the kids. Yeah, fun for everyone. Is, is that going to set up a quarterback battle between Milton and? 
and so, Peters and yeah. McCaffrey and Patterson. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So I gave the story on Shea Patterson because the old Miss sanctions don't last through the extent of his eligibility. He has to apply for a waiver from the NCAA to be immediately eligible, which everybody pretty much thinks he wouldn't have transferred had he not thought he has like a 99% chance of getting it. Um, so otherwise he'd have to sit and wait out a year and then battle like McCaffrey in two years. But um, it'll likely be that Patterson gets the waiver from the NCAA and then battles against Peters and probably nobody else. Like McCaffrey will probably still be waiting in the wings for the year after. Um, and then uh, Milton will probably be waiting for a few years down the road. That's my best guess. That's it's impressive that. Well, I, I don't know much about college football, but it's impressive that quarterbacks are willing to wait like a couple of years. It's not just quarterbacks. Time. That's any position. Because think about it. How many teams have, have seniors at a given position that are really good and you're a young guy? So I was looking at yeah, uh, I was looking at 2003 Miami Hurricanes football team yesterday, just for fun. Of, like, course, the best college, of course you were. <laughs> the best college team ever assembled. Um, and Vince Wilfork was a backup on that team. Like, you know. Vince Wilfork, who went on to become an NFL superstar with the Patriots. 600 like, pounds to Vince Wilfork, yes. who just retired. Yes. Was, was a backup on that. He was a 600, dude. It was yeah, like okay, four or three. Like, <laughs> they had, uh, in consecutive years, they had Quentin Portis, Willis McGaigie. Um, they had Devin Hester returning punts. Really, the only guy on that All team that's, whose name you probably wouldn't recognize as a starter, and you might even still recognize this one, is Ken Dorsey at quarterback. Sure. Like, sure. They were so no? deep. Okay. I do. No. Okay. Ken Dorsey was kind of a flop. Oh. Okay. So, well, yeah. But then that's probably the reason I don't know him. Yeah. But anyways, uh, it, it's not super uncommon to have people have to wait, you know, two years. That's why red shirts are a thing. Yeah. You can maintain a year of eligibility yes. if you just don't play. Or you get, or you play in like two games. Like Patterson could probably get a medical for the fact that he only played one game this year before he had a knee injury. Mm-hmm. So you can get medical red shirts, you can get regular red shirts. That's why when people say like, oh, Michigan's putting in Nico Collins, they're burning his red shirt. The second you play in that game, that's now a year of eligibility taken off your off your uh, uh, your five. See, I did not know that. That's important. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. That's or your video. four, you know, plus your red shirt year or whatever. Oh. So, hmm. yeah. You learn a little something new every day. Yeah. That's nice. So, so then what? So then O'Corn was a what? Oh, God. A senior? Oh, Yes. Transfer. It's funny how we have four quarterbacks right now, and like last year we had like negative, whatever, yeah. like negative one quarterbacks. Well, I think people, uh, Michigan fans always overhype things. So I think the last couple of years, even though Michigan has not had a good quarterback in those years, I think everybody thought Michigan had like, I, I, I'm guilty of it myself. I claimed, I think two years ago, that Michigan had an embarrassment of riches coming in at quarterback then. So I hesitate to say it now, even though I'm pretty sure I said it earlier. Um, you did because when you yeah because when you look at when you look at like who's come through Spate Morris uh, all the, they both panned out you look at O'Corn panned out you look at Peters didn't really pan out but hasn't had a chance to prove that he isn't going to pan out yet yeah um, so you know I, I get why people are critical but how yeah that the... that'll be a need but offensive line is an even bigger need moving forward so how was the um, early signing like around the country. Uh, so pretty typical SEC schools are going to take like the top 10 spots Michigan will take like 11th uh, we were talking about this yesterday in our group chat I think Kirby Smart at Georgia might be 
in charge of the best recruit best recruiting program in the country. Their class is disgusting. It's almost guaranteed to be number one. Um, oh, okay. So they just pull five star after five star. Like, I don't know. Athens is a good town for SEC academics. They're pretty good. Um, they have really nice facilities. You have a huge fan base. You play between the hedges at Sanford Stadium. Like, they they have a lot to sell themselves. Whereas people are quietly looking at Bama as having like you know one of their worst recruiting classes in a while. Oh wow! Really? So. Okay. Yeah, not great. Yeah. But How also you have to keep in mind that it's not Nick Saban himself that's recruiting those people. Yeah. He sends out a guy that you probably never heard of. Very few people have unless you pay attention to recruiting. His name's Tosh Lupoy, and he goes out and courts all the five stars. So, I don't know. It's uh it's interesting. How Definitely. Is, uh, um how 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 did Ohio State do? Uh pretty good. I'd have to go back and look at their actual haul, but they lost one guy yesterday and I'm trying to remember his name. They had a quarterback commit um, who wound up uh, flipping at the last minute? Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna go searching through the internet for it. But That's... anyways, oh, can I throw can I throw something out here if you're gonna talk basketball later? Oh boy, you're calling the game tonight again, right? <laughs> I, I am. Yes. Yes. So Al, just by yourself, uh, Max. Max. Okay. So Alabama A and M. Oh, welcome, Max. Where have you been? Welcome, Max. We're on the Max air. Cohen just walking inside. No worries, Max. No, no worries. <laughs> just sit down. Just, just sit. <laughs> Coming in in full winter is, coat and everything. We, we're on air. Um, when you get a second, tell me what Mike Max is on. But I was just going to throw out there that tonight, Alabama A&M is second to last in any team in the country in offensive efficiency. Uh, really? Max, can They're 0-11. Max, can you show me by fingers what mic you're on there? Uh, you are on five. So let's turn Max on and we'll, we'll say hello to Max. Max, if you can give me just a little, a little hey. Hello. Oh, look it. He's here. <laughs> awesome. And you've got your you've got your new WCBN gear on as well. You're here early, so that's the reason that I was getting yelled at when I walked in, and yep. I <laughs> I yell at everybody to talk into the mic. But um, no, the reason that we're early is because women's basketball was a slaughter and ended early. Oh, we so, called women's basketball, and it was so, uh, what was the score? One hundred four to thirty five. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I like love that. it. <laughs> I thought they got to thirty nine. Thirty nine. I think it was 35. I think I it was know. a 79 oh, point so game. Oh, so this is filling. Okay. Yeah, so we, we yes, have the air until filling. we start the regular Daily Sports Report at 6. So we're doing an extended edition. I love it. Yes. So I'm going to play, uh, when we get close to 6, and here's where I want your input, we're going to play one song to get you all switched over because JP's got to peace out and go work. I'll head over there. I like it over yeah, there. Yeah, no, you're, gonna, you're fine over here. Um, but I need to know what song you want to hear at like 5.55, 5.56. Can I get a few suggestions? Michigan State uh, no, no, fight no. song. No, <laughs> be real. Okay. What? What's what's a jam on your what's a jam on your Spotify right now that doesn't have any swear words in it? That's Ooh. what I'm trying to think. Oh of. boy, I know. Hey, I yo, Christmas. Does anybody listen to Brockhampton? We got that song oh. for our podcast. I have heard. Good I mean, things. that's a they're really song good. I, I recommend the view. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I've heard some really good things. What about um? Because otherwise we're just going to go to ACDC, which is like JP's oh. go-to. Hey, yes. Which one? I don't know. It's like a it's like a roulette wheel. You can't really go wrong. Uh, the let me first go. the first song on my phone that pot, that I know that doesn't have any swear words was the Game of Thrones title. That's the first <laughs> thing that I have on my music. I'm not going to play that. <laughs> otherwise, you're going to get like JP's hits. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want like new ACDC or old ACDC? I'm not. I, I, I just want your opinion. I don't need ACDC. I want... Okay, well, I want ACDC now. No, okay, then I'm overruling Chris. Give me give me some other <laughs> okay, options. I thought we wanted mm. that. No, I want something that I wasn't thinking of. Oh. Mariah Carey. 
Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. No, we're not playing that. No, I, I agree. What? I don't. No. Not a good, not. Okay. It's I, way too predictable. It is. Well, it's predictable. Also, I'm also in the camp of, Are, like, I've like heard it? that song, like, 18 times already in the last week. So all I'm, I want for Christmas is you. That's a great song. It, it you're not like It's beautiful. Times, okay, whatever. Yeah, I might I, play something in, like, Spanish. I quit. Oh. I'm a big Kiss Me guy by Six Spence, None the Richer. It's in a I've, She's All That. I've never heard that. It's a great song. I have literally never heard that. It's a great song. Um, ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe we go a little somber. Could do, like, Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's. What about, can I pick a Christmas song? No. <laughs> what the heck? No, we're not a Christmas music station right now. Why? Because every other station is. Yes. Okay, well. Max is going to be in studio on Christmas Day. I will be. Because really? <laughs> yeah. Good very funny story. When I was looking for a volunteer to take Christmas Day at our meeting, um, I was very surprised when Max like pretty oh. quickly raised his hand, and I was like, are you sure you don't want to be with your family on Christmas? And he just looked me dead in the face and goes, oh. I'm Jewish. So <laughs> I wasn't. I was out of it, too, because I was watching the Pistons game on That's my laptop. That's funny. Yeah. And I, and I was just like into the game, and then I heard because I knew I could do Christmas Day, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can do it. And then everybody was looking at me like, well, you're crazy. And I was just like, I have nothing to do that day. Can I ask wow. you, like, what is it like uh, not <laughs> celebrating Christmas? Oh, but, like, it sucks. Nothing is open. It, it sucks. Okay. So there's like Denny's. I think Denny's is one of the like three things I know that's open on Christmas Day. Yeah. So what? So I'm tackling the first part. Not celebrating Christmas sucks. It. I, but you get like eight nights of gifts. Okay. Well, I mean, that's lame. That like it. So. Sorry. So when I grew up, yeah, it was like eight nights, but also it, you don't get big gifts on every night. You you get yeah. You that's like, yeah. You, here's an Xbox. Literally one. <laughs> literally one night, I got like a thing that you're supposed to just like a little toy like in a. Just like one you would get from McDonald's, y- like yeah, a happy meal pretty toy. much that. And it's just I, I was not happy with that. Like this year, that's, I didn't. That's this horrible. Year, this year, I didn't get. I got two presents. I got a Michigan calendar, and I got wow the uh, board game Catan, and that was pretty much it. Oh, that's a good one. It's a, it is a good one. That's, that's a, a that's a good gift. That's, that's a good, that's a good gift. Yeah. And then. But yeah, I've never, I really, I've never experienced running down stairs or oh, wherever it is and just dude. seeing. It's not tree. like, oh, let me go light the menorah because yeah. it happens at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lighting the menorah is a chore. But um, hey. wait, here's a here's a suggestion. Are we? We're not done with Hanukkah yet, right? We've got. No, it's it's, it's done. so done. It's done dude. now. It's done, yeah. I thought it started like last Wednesday. No, it started like the beginning of December. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> no, it was done. When was the last night? Tuesday? Yeah, it had Tuesday. to have been like yesterday or the day before. Tuesday, I think, yeah. was last night. Okay, but anyways, next year, I would say like take a nap before you light the menorah, and you can treat it like waking up on Christmas morning. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, so lame. Nap until later. <laughs> That's so lame, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'll have to do that. But yeah, the food... I mean, I'm a, I like Denny's. I don't... I, I think Denny's gets a lot of hate. I think Denny's gets a lot of hate. Um, I think... What's, yeah. what's the classic? Like Chinese food is what... Chinese food. Chinese food, Chinese food is the classic. Is the classic, and I guess my family gets that. I don't know. I usually Christmas Day is just another fast day for me. You know, <laughs> you just two two days to repent your sins. As wow. A Jew. Christmas Day and what's the other <laughs> one? Yum Kippur. Yum Kippur. Yeah, those are the other ones. But yeah, Christmas. Um, Christmas. I I like. I was. I talked to my friends about this. I talked to my family about this. Is it bad that Christmas is my favorite holiday and I'm Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I love Christmas. I think Christmas is the best. The movies are great. Um, Christmas songs, songs are catchy. Are great. They're good. They're so catchy. All I want for Christmas is you and Mariah Carey. A um, song, by the way, we should totally play. Yeah, I, 
trying to get that. I'm, yeah, I'm no, trying so to we, get that on here. We actually just had a phone in, so we have like a request once we get to the oh. once we get to Whoa. the song. So actually, it's uh, it's like a six minute long song according to this. What? So start what is it. it? It's uh, it's called Messiah's Kiss. It's no good. It's a cover from Depeche Mode. Somebody requested it, so I'm like, yeah, absolutely. If someone requested it, yeah. what if it has bad words in it? I don't think it does it let me scroll through the, the lyrics e really quick you guys, the you e guys keep talking it? and i'm gonna scroll through the lyrics okay all right cool or you could so, just check if it has the e yeah it should have the e did like the red e <laughs> no it doesn't on it doesn't on youtube but well, Hang on, you guys keep talking i'm right. gonna i'm gonna tell you in a minute well so chris back back to what i was saying christmas is definitely my favorite holiday really good for yeah. you it's great i love it it's I, fun the jewish holidays like suck yeah <laughs> there's no there's nothing to, there's nothing really. Great it's nice about to be on the not religious side of it because then I don't have to like worry about that well, I mean, stuff. I'm not religious. I'm not either. That's what I'm <laughs> okay. So Christmas. Oh yeah. Okay. So like I get the Christmas part without like the Christmas part. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's I get the presents. I was. Yeah. The, like I didn't know what Easter was until a couple of years ago. I am the least informed about Christianity than any other person. I learned there was a there was an like an old and new testament last year yes there was a there's a yes <laughs> and the right. old is like the torah or something and the new is, is the bible i don't know bro that, I, I don't I, think I, that i don't <laughs> think that's correct at all it's something like that i learned all of this last year in uh ap lit and i was last year i forgot yeah you're you're just out of high oh school. my yeah, god i'm 22 <laughs> I'm going to be 23 I'm last turning, year. I'm turning 19 in a few weeks. That was like five years ago for me. I am struggling to find the lyrics to this song online. <laughs> <laughs> There's a YouTube video, but uh, to whoever requested it, I'm going to keep looking, but I can't play it if, I, if I'm if i not positive it doesn't swear. Just go for it. I have it like Just loaded up, but I don't want to I don't want to do it. Um, mm. You guys can keep looking for it if you want to when we switch over at six, and I'll leave the video open, and if you want to play it in a minute, then you can. So what are we playing other than that? So just play uh, it. I'm gonna play something out of my own just because I can't think of anything else. Um, do the let's my request. I'm gonna do like a relatively short one because we don't need a long break. That song. Um, so I love it's a really stupid song. song. So so I grew up uh, like a really big Ramones fan. So I'm okay. gonna play. I'm gonna play Ramones. This is from School of Rock. If you ever saw that movie, it's like the best use of a yes. song in a movie. Uh, it's when they're like learning about classic rock as like uh, okay, little kids. Yeah, I know what I know yeah. what you're talking about. Okay, so I'm gonna play that. Chris is gonna step over here and then it's gonna come back at six o'clock. Oh God, I just did that. Um, it's been a pleasure. Again, extended broadcast of the Daily Sports Report. Signing off, Jeremy Parks. Back in a second with Chris Pickler, eighty-eight point three WCBN FM, Ann Arbor. Good night for me. Go blue. They're gonna keep it going. Uh, here's Bonzo goes to Bitburg. Ramones.
All right. So we're just going to go with this song, by the way. Like, we're just like, JP's not here, so we're just going to go for it. I looked at the, the it doesn't, there's no E, and I don't think there's any, the, I looked at the lyrics and it didn't look that bad. So anyway, what's going on, guys? So I, I, I think we all want to talk about the Pistons, right? Is that right? I love the Pistons. <laughs> he loves the Pistons. I, I enjoy the Pistons. Wow. This team is bad no it's <laughs> this team is so bad no, that's dude. not true it's not very good i was telling him they're the same as the lions they beat the teams they're supposed to beat except for dallas Th- that's not that th- that somebody said this and that's so not true in the in the in the beginning of the season when they started really hot they beat really good teams beat the teams they should have beat and then lost to like me- mediocre teams. Yeah. Now, Lakers, now Sixers. it's like now, now it's like evening now. out and you're not gonna beat the Celtics and Warriors again. But in the early like they, they are they're they, they kinda have done that. They're now yeah. beating the teams they should except Dallas last night, which I was pissed about. But I mean I I think yeah. I don't Yikes. know. They've they've evened out. I don't I I was